0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 222.
1: This business is 150 million percent real. Mm -hmm. People are really changing lives and and, and, uh, becoming successful just from doing this. And uh, I mean, it doesn't really have to be just wholesaling a house. Maybe you wholesale a house and and then use that money to invest in something that you really, really, really wanted to do, you know, but don't quit. Definitely keep the faith. Um, Change your mindset and fail forward.
2: Tom Kroll, and Cody Woo!
0: Welcome back to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. It is Brent Daniels and I've got a Phenomenal interview with uh, a phenomenal TTP student today. But before we get into that, we are now in the final quarter of 2018. This is the last 90 days in 2018. And every time I get to the third quarter or the fourth quarter of every single year, I'm reminded of a coach that I had in real estate. And she would make me every fourth quarter, she would make me write down a letter, right? And it would literally, it would talk about the the past year. So it's future pacing the next year. So it would literally be written like it was 2019. and it And it has everything that I accomplished that year already written out. And it's such a powerful, powerful, powerful little exercise to do because what it does is it sets your intentions already. It sets your mindset on a on on the path that you want to go in the next 12 months. So I highly encourage everybody to just sit down, grab a piece of paper and just write, you know, as of whatever date it is, whatever, whenever you're listening to this, as of today, 2019, this is what I have accomplished in the last 12 months and just watch what happens in the next 12 months because, and I want you to read that every single day. Look at that, have it somewhere where you can see it every single day because it's going to help direct you and your intentions and the actions you take for the next 12 months. And also I had a phenomenal call this morning with one of my TTP students, Daryl, and he told me a great thing. He's a Brent. The only thing we need to have in this business is the courage to ask the question. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, we have to have the courage to ask the question, would you consider an offer on your property? And I thought that that was just so beautiful. Daryl Moore, thank you so much for giving me that little bit. You learned so much from the students as much as as they learned from me. But it's just phenomenal. So with that, talking about somebody that asked the question on a regular basis from Richmond, Virginia, Adonijah Delancey. There you are, brother. How are you? How are you doing, Brent? Good. I am doing awesome, man. Let's talk about the courage to to pick up the phone. Let's talk about the courage to get into the wholesaling business. Let's talk about the courage that you've had to kind of redesign your life to this business. So kind of give me your background. Tell tell everybody about you. All
1: right. So my name is Adonijah, or Adonijah, as some would say. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, you know, and uh, growing up, you know, my family was, was always around and everybody had that business mentality, you know, go to work, go to school, get a good job. You know, the regular mentality that you're supposed to have, as they say in uh, rich dad, poor dad. But um, when I got to college, I think I started off doing a uh, computer information system. So like CIS, mm-hmm. that's what I was into, like the technology side of things. And I said, man, this isn't really for me. You know, so I changed my major to like entrepreneurial management. And uh it just kind of went from there. You know, my mindset was just like, man, I don't want to work anymore. You know, I, I kind of want to run my own business. And sure. one day, you know, I was talking with my line brother in my fraternity. He was talking to me last year, you know, about about seven or eight months ago about wholesaling somebody that he knew that was doing it. And I said, man, I think I'm interested. And literally while we were talking the whole time we are on the phone, I'm already on Google searching, you know, researching wholesale and What is it about? How do you make money? How do you do it? Is it real? Like, you know, just seeing all these testimonies, people saying, yeah, it's real, blah, blah, blah. And um, I came across, I actually reached out to somebody who's a tribe member. And uh, she gave me some um, direction, you know, what I should listen to, what worked for her. She said she listened to a lot of Wholesale and Inc., the podcast. So, you know, I went and I started listening to it and I just loved it. Man, like, you know, we did see I can make it work for myself. And that's that's how that went. And now I'm just trying to scale my business. You know, I I came across some good, big ones and and I'm just trying to scale it, man, and and make it consistent and you know, eventually be on vacation getting paid.
0: (laughs) I love it. So right now, is it just you? Are you are you a one man show? I
1: actually have an acquisitions manager. Okay. Um, him, you know, he's a he, he actually helped me find that last deal, but yeah, he's my acquisitions manager. Not too much on his plate right now, but I do have him making the calls for me along with myself. So, um we'll scale up eventually, you know, pretty soon. Sure. I'm just trying to look things in order, but yeah. It's me and, and my wife. My wife as well. She's she's part of my team too.
0: Nice, I love it. Family business. Good. That is smart. You're a smart man. So, who does what? So
1: you said that you guys both
0: make calls. Who are you calling?
1: All right. So, just a breakdown on this. Right now, he's I have him in charge of my uh, my high equity owner occupied list. Okay. So you know, I, I try to refresh that every two weeks. We just started the campaign like a week and a half ago or so and we're just about finished with it, but that's what he's doing. He's reaching out to those people and uh, trying to get the motivation or just build rapport with some people, and maybe we could follow up with in the near future. As for myself, I'm kind of handling, you know, the, the turd list, as you like to say, like, mm-hmm. you know, delinquents, probates, what else? Driving for dollars, one of my favorites. But, yeah, you know, that's kind of what I'm handling, and then whenever I get a deal or whenever I get a hold of somebody and, you know, they have that motivation – you know, I dish it over to him and I have not put it, get everything ready for us to market it and send it out to some of our buyers. He's also in charge of getting two buyers a day.
0: Nice. Yeah, sir. So how is he, how is he finding buyers in your marketplace? Cause I think, you know, on, on these podcasts, we often talk a lot about finding the sellers and providing value and finding what their distress is and really, you know, pre-qualifying them and getting them figured out. But how are you building up your cash buyer database? Because that is what makes or breaks
1: the biggest deals. Am I right? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Because what, what works for this buyer might not work for the other one. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and vice versa. But the way how we've been reaching out to a lot of our buyers is we we do, uh, I have him on a rotated schedule every day also in terms of my marketing. So he's reaching out to, to every, well, to the majority of like the we buy, sell, trade things in, uh, on Facebook, on the Facebook sure. market. So he's marketing to people that want to sell homes and he's also marketing to people that want to buy homes. And then as for Craigslist, it's is literally the same exact thing. So we send that out about three times a day, and you know we're we're bound to get like two or three emails a day of somebody that wants to be added to our buyers list. And then um, we go ahead and filter those out. I build a relationship, you know, see how serious they are, because not every buyer is a buyer. But um, you know, we go ahead and do that, and and somehow we get them in a in a nice list, and and they're part of our list. We so talk what? to them.
0: Got it. So when they become part of your list, when you get a deal and you know they might be interested in, how do you reach out to them? Like what is your technique for making sure that they see your deal? Because I mean, obviously people do email blasts. We all get those. People do text blasts. We all get those. I mean, are are you calling them up specifically seeing if they want it? And if you are, do you kind of pigeon? How do you make sure you don't pigeonhole yourself into selling it to them if a couple other people want it? You know what I mean? To get the most
1: out of every deal. Okay. Well, I kind of, one thing I like to do is aside from asking them, you know, what kind of money they use to purchase some of these properties. Cause that, to me, that's kind of big, you know, depending on if you're you borrowing money or whatever the case may be. I just want to know what type of buyer you are, what area you're in, what type of work have you done so far? You know, if you don't mind, you know, let's look at some of your work. What type of work are you into? Do you like big projects, small projects, two bedrooms, three bedrooms? Like, what well, What is it that you like? And that's kind of how I filter and cipher through who's, you know, who's serious or not. Because they'll tell me, you know, a lot of buyers would, would give you some specific detail as to where they like to buy and what they like to buy. So if, just based off of that, if they fit that criteria and, and they, they're very detailed and, and they're like, yeah, you know, I, I want this type of property here, and I do go out and I find that, or or he finds it, or just somebody brings it to me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: send it to them. You know, that'll tell how serious they are. You know, from there, they will be like, you know what, let's close on this thing. You know, like next week or whatnot, you know, yep. but I mean, that's kind of my system's been going so far. You know, I haven't been doing a crazy, crazy amount of deals, which sure. is why I joined TTP just to <laughs> get things and really start scaling my business up. But, um, you know, in the, from the pace that we're going right now, I think uh, that's kind of been working with how we build our relationships with our buyers. And when we find something nice for them, we get it to them and we haven't had a problem getting rid of it. Awesome. And uh, I use MailChimp. That's the app I've been using along with, you know, with, and that's the blast to them. And and if it's somebody that that's part of our like uh, my VIP list, mm-hmm. that's when I'll call them and say, hey, look, I got this in this area. And I, I kind of shoot out to them before everybody else.
0: Yeah, there there's huge value knowing that they're going to get the deal done. They're going to close on it. It's going to be, lit. you know, sometimes, I mean, especially here in Phoenix, the buyers that we sell to buy sight unseen. You know what I mean? They just go for it. They know what they're up against. They know their budgets. They know how much they can handle and what they can make on it. And they can make a decision so quickly. It's incredible. But it takes time to establish those relationships and see who is really legitimate and who's not and who's wasting your time. And I think, you know, for anybody out there, whenever you get a buyer on the hook or you have somebody that wants that assignment, you have to make sure they put their non-refundable earnest money in ASAP. Because that's going to tell you whether or not they're going to move forward with it or if they're just trying to sell your deal to somebody else. If they put their earnest money – what you want to be listening for is I am literally – this is from a cash buyer. I'm literally driving to the title company right now with a check. Send me the assignment. I'll sign it on my phone. DocuSign. That's what you want to hear from these guys. You know yeah. what I mean, right?
1: You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. That's, yeah. That actually is, is on the money right there sure
0: yeah because i mean anybody could say that they want the deal but until they got skin in the game until they show that they are legitimate and they know the process and they can go and and respect your time and respect that you can sell this to somebody else and you you want to build a little bit of tension there right you want to build a little bit that says hey man if you want this property you got to pull the trigger now because i've got a couple other people that i think would really
1: be interested in it right Yeah, no, I completely agree. Because the person that puts that money down is the one that's gonna buy the house. Yep. Period. Yep. You know, so do you sell the
0: properties? Who who's in charge of disposition?
1: Oh, uh me. That's still me. Right now, that's still all me. Like I said, you know, I'm gonna scale it up and, and get things going. I feel like your class is extremely informative. I was actually just looking at it maybe 10, 15 minutes before you called me. I was just trying to refresh my mind on some of the stuff that you spoke about in terms of scaling the business, because that's really what I'm trying to do yep. in these months, you know, especially for this fourth quarter. Like, I mean, I, I always hear what you say in all of your podcasts, like this is your favorite quarter. So I say, you know, I'm gonna try to make it mine too. Yep. You know, when I sleep and I'm going to I'm be awake, you know, still trying to get those deals, but I'm in charge of my disposition right now. So so normally, once he gets things on the lead sheet from the call, you know, if it's if it's somebody that has that motivation, and, and I listen to the call, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm 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 ready to make an appointment with him, you know, I'll go ahead and and I'll set up the appointments and stuff. I just don't want to put too much on his plate because he's still working full time. Of course, so you know, the amount of things that he's doing right now, I think is is, is literally perfect. And then I still have my wife too, so so we're kind of knocking some things out here at the house. But um, but for sure, I'm in charge of that and and everything else in terms of closing it. Awesome and stuff. But we'll take on that real soon.
0: Yeah. And something just as a thought, I mean, anybody, any of the big time fix and flippers or developers or anything, they are buying in the fourth quarter to set up their first quarter of 2019. They start buying it up. They start buying it up. They start unloading all those. If you see in wholesaling, in some markets, there's a little bit of a slump there in uh, going from the uh, summertime. And that's because they're getting ready to sell all of their stuff during the fall. And then after that, they need to reload. And during the fall, that's when they start picking things up. October, November, December, I'm telling you, it is huge. Do not take your foot off the gas pedal. I mean, even push it down even more. I think you're being really smart about that. That's really, really great.
1: So give me your daily schedule. What does that look like? My daily schedule. So, you know, I wake up, get my prayers in. Normally, I try to get some reading in for like an hour, you know, at least an hour of reading. I like to go to the gym. I've skipped a few weeks, but I'm, I'm about to get back. It's so easy to forget about the gym. But sure. The gym is in there, too. And then, uh, and a lot of times, on my way home from the gym, I like to get some driving for dollars in, get some addresses going. I get back home for about, you know, around 1130. Or make some phone calls to the previous day. Cause like I said, it's, he makes phone calls. Well, he makes phone calls in the afternoon. I, I try to get the morning, the morning time. So, so between 12 and like three ish, I like to bang out some phone calls, do my follow-ups or whatnot. Then he comes on, he does his phone calls. And uh, I pretty much get my skip trace for the addresses that I just went driving for dollars for. And that's kind of how my, how my system has been rolling so far. And if we have a meeting in between, you know, in between the week, we make sure we get that set up we do a lot of door knocking too, for the people that we can't reach. So that kind of all happens, in that more towards six o'clock ish or whatnot when it's just me. But um, that's kind of my system right now. Okay. And uh, uh, yeah, man. So it's, it's only getting
0: all day.
1: <laughs> yeah, all day, man. Sometimes my my nights literally turn into mornings. Like a lot, huh. I, I'm up all night sometimes, just just thinking of things and just really trying to set things up for my family and. I mean, this business, man, it's stays in business and and your mind just starts racing and thinking of more creative ways to do things to just make more.
0: It's exciting. It is an exciting business and we make a ton doing it. So break down a deal for us. Give us the real deal here. Give us a deal that you recently closed and kind of pull back everything and let us get really inside of it.
1: All right. So yeah, I'll start literally from the beginning. So. So my acquisitions manager went out driving for dollars one day. He uh came across a property in a in a neighborhood that's really, really, really hot. Like, I mean, it's a good neighborhood. I mean, not everybody's going there, but if you get something there, you're gonna get some, you know, you'll get a good deal out of there. So he went driving for dollars, sent it to me. We skip traced it. We're looking for the number, looking for the number. We finally got the numbers. Can never get a hold of them on the phone. I mean, like never. So one day. One day I said, man, we might just have to go over to that house, and that's exactly what he did. The very next day, he went over to the house, knocked on the door, mm-hmm. um, and just dropped off one of my business cards, or a flyer that we have. Just dropped it off. You know, they, they weren't really, I guess they weren't really trying to have a conversation right then and there. might have been busy. But after that, I'd say say it was like a week later. A week later, I think I, I was on my way home from like picking up some food or something, and and I got a phone call so I answered the phone and it's like hey you know it's it's such and such uh are you a Donnajo I'm like yeah it's me how can I help you she's like you know we got a flyer about you being interested in in our house in that neighborhood you know are you still interested I'm like yeah how can I come see it I want to get inside sure she's like uh she's like well you know what we're, we're free just come by whenever you're ready I said okay I'll be there in in like an hour or so you know, I got dressed, went over there, and then I went over there. We looked at the house. We talked. You know, the whole time we're talking, I'm just looking at all the pictures she had in there. I mean, it's a bunch of antiques. The house turns out to be it was vacant. You know, their mom, you know, she's in a home or whatnot, so she can't really function and, and you know take care of things herself. So they ended up being the POAs of the house. So, yeah. well, she was daughter was a POA. So that's who I was talking to. We're talking, we're talking, and then you know now it's time to talk about to discuss the numbers or whatnot, and, and I'm just like, you know, how can we make this work? Literally, I mean that conversation lasted for like 30 to 40 minutes. Like I, it was so real that once I left and I told my acquisitions manager, okay, boom, you know, this is how much we got it for. He sends back like the big eyes, like that's what a motiv- <laughs> he said. That's what a motivated seller looks like. I'm like, yeah, man. Like I mean, when they want to get rid of the house, they just want to get rid of it. You know, you don't waste any time. But yep. but anyway, so we talking you know, I asked her what number kind of would make her happy. You know, I'm, me, I'm trying to get real, 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 real low. 65 will make me happy, but, you know, I'd still be kind of good at 80 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, she was just like, you know, we wanted like 95 or something like that. That's what her husband said. He said, we, we would love to get like 95. You know, we, this was like a couple years ago, but, you know, we know things have changed now. And I'm just like, I mean, 95 just wouldn't work for me, but yeah. just give me a low number. And she was like, you know, I wouldn't want to go any lower than 75 i think she said yep and uh and that worked you know i I didn't want to really argue with her you know i just was just like you know if that that'll make you happy i mean i can do it for you and we did that we got we went on ahead and assigned it for 50k and um made 25k
0: wait a second you so you did the total sale was 125 and you got half of it you got twenty five thousand on that deal
1: right there right and the even cooler thing, man, is that the, uh,
0: hold on, ring yeah. that bell.
1: Yeah,
0: There we go. I love and it, man. I wanted
1: to hear that, man. But the cool thing about that, man, is that the, the buyer says that, uh, he sells it at even higher than, you know, the ARV that we, we told him. Yeah. We, we're going to split that with us. So we'll win even more. Love <laughs> so it, man. He,
0: That is pretty, a huge deal. Yeah.
1: It was amazing, man. I mean, God, man, you know, he did that for me. so. Yep. Yeah. I was able to help somebody and they were happy. They they said, man, you this this happened so fast. And I was like, I know, you know, and this is how the business goes, you know. Yeah. So hopefully come back to me soon. We're looking at a house right in the neighborhood again. So maybe we'll get some, uh, maybe they'll tell them to sell it to us. Love it.
0: So after you get a big check like that, how do you stay consistent? How do you stay hungry? How do you stay focused on next getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger you know what i mean like i know those big checks can sometimes like blow you back a little bit and all of a sudden you're like yeah i got this thing down i'm gonna just you know i'm gonna chill for a second but it, it doesn't sound like that's what you guys are
1: doing it sounds like you you guys still staying hungry and going after it got to man you you always want to multiply so whatever i did the first time that got it for me i'm gonna i'm just gonna do it again yep. but this time i can just invest a little more and, and get a lot more reach out to a lot more people. So, I'm definitely trying to multiply a lot of the expenses are going back into the business for sure. Cause, you know, I don't wanna stop there. You know, I, I want that feeling of having, I wanna have like five, six deals in, in escrow a week. You know what I mean? Like, I have that feeling, you know? Yep. Not three, but I wanna have that feeling. The only way to have that feeling is for me to be consistent and just try new things because not every day do you come across 25K.
0: Right. Well, and you got to consistently be talking to new people, right? You got to be consistently adding new people to your pipeline of lead follow up because, yeah, you got that deal and you you closed it out, but how many leads do you have to replace that with? Maybe it's 10, maybe it's 20. You know what I mean? It's not one for one when it comes to your pipeline because, you know, you don't close everybody that's in your pipeline. You got to just keep refilling and refilling and refilling. That's what makes it so exciting. That's what makes it so like, you know, bananas when we get one of these deals and and, and we get paid a ton is, okay, now we got to keep going. We got to like start every day at absolute zero. Like we have no money. We have no leads. We have no opportunities. And if we do that, if we start every day at zero, then we can start just Building, 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 building. And then, yeah, of course, you get to the point where you're doing three to five a week. You know what I mean? You, you get up to like a month where you close 15, 20 deals. That's life changing, man. I mean, that's life changing money.
1: I can only imagine, man. But i say, I mean, just picking up that phone and actually making a phone call to, to make an effort to get a hold of those people. is uh, I mean, that alone was life changing. You know? I mean, I speak to, we speak to tons of people every day. And I, I just feel like that's the easiest way to market and, and really get a hold of some of these uh people that might want to sell their house. Me personally, I haven't really done big on, you know, doing the mail. I just feel like that's a lot, a lot, a lot of follow-up. And you know, maybe it works for some people, but for me, I like to talk to people. I yeah. like to get you know face-to-face conversations. That's all for me, man. So once I once I saw this program, I said it's a no-brainer. I gotta give it a try.
0: Love it, love it. So Now I'm going to put you on the spot here because this is the hot seat podcast. Let's talk about you putting together. You're looking back, you're writing your letter for the next 12 months in 2019. What does it say on there that you accomplished in the next 12 months? What does it say on there that just gets you fired up? How many deals, how much income, what does your business look like? What does your life look like? Give it to us here on the podcast, putting you on the hot seat, man.
1: All right, man. So, for one, it's saying that I'm, my business is making $100,000 a month, all right? That's number one. Number two, my family is completely well taken care of. We're, we're probably in Thailand looking at wired funds from a deal that just closed. We're doing about six to seven deals weekly. We have over 3,000 buyers in the market. Yeah. We're now touching markets in interstates. You know, we're, we're selling houses to Brent in Phoenix. That's right. you know, that, 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 we're definitely locking up some rental properties for sure. Um, I, I want at least ten. Mm-hmm. You know, I want ten rental properties just to get that that mailbox money really flowing. Yep. And I still kind of want to do a couple flips too. So, yeah, hope that within that twelve months, you know, I can get my hands on one or two flips within the year. You know, but wholesaling awesome. is going to be at an all time high for for our company. That's that's kind of the vision that I have. A hundred k a month.
0: Love it, and you'll get there. I'm telling you, you will get there. Absolutely. So, how do people get a hold of you if they want to reach out? Do you have a Instagram? Do you have a Facebook? How to, how, email? What do you? How do people get a
1: hold of you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm definitely on Facebook. It's uh, it's it's my name, Adonijah Delancey. Just look me up, A D O N I J A H, Delancey. I only know one other Adonijah. He went to high school with me. How are <laughs> you, yeah, But yeah, so um, and uh, as for Instagram, it's my business name for Real Deals LLC, the number four Real Deals LLC, and uh, just check me out. I have a YouTube channel as well that you know I'm I'm starting to get some more video content on there, but that's, that's some good ways to reach me.
0: How do they find your YouTube?
1: Oh, it's the same. It's the same as my Instagram. Uh, Not for real deals, LLC. Okay, cool. Yep. Real deals, LLC. And I dropped some, I have some videos up there. Literally I have videos for me from seven months ago when I was first starting this business. Like, and, and uh, I, I look back at that sometimes and I'm just like, man, like, you know, just to give people information while you're actually going through it and not getting any deals, I think that's like the most helpful thing because there's there's always somebody out there that can relate. Sure. And um that's kinda of why I created that YouTube page in the first place. So I got some more videos coming, you know, about my success. I don't have much of it, but uh definitely the struggle is on there. So just just go check it out and, and learn some stuff from there, man. And and yeah, that's a good way to find me right there.
0: And to the Lady or gentleman or whoever, anybody trying to break into this business, they haven't done any deals, like you mentioned, the struggle on it. What advice would you give them
1: to keep moving forward? Oh, um, that's it. Keep moving forward. I mean, don't stop. Don't stop. Seriously. I mean, it's as hard as it may seem or as, as dim as that tunnel may look, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. I promise. I mean, I'm not look, not making this up. This business is 150 million percent real. Mm-hmm. People are really changing lives and, and, and uh, becoming successful just from doing this. And uh, I mean, it doesn't really have to be just wholesaling a house. Maybe you wholesale a house and, and then use that money to invest in something that you really, really, really wanted to do. You know, but don't quit. Definitely keep the faith. Um, change your mindset and fail forward. You know,
0: Adonja, thank you so much for being on here. And everybody else out there, remember, write your 12-month plan. Write it today. Do it today. Take action. And remember, have courage to ask the question. That's all it comes down to. Have the courage to ask the question, would you consider an offer on your property? The more you ask that question to distressed homeowners, the more you win. It's a simple formula. So that is what we got to focus on with this podcast. I mean, just phenomenal, phenomenal insight here. And if you are looking to join the most proactive real estate group in the business, go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Set up a call with my team. It will be the best call you have had all year. You can catch me on my uh, YouTube page as well. Brent Daniels, real estate coach.